Hey there, I'm Veronica Peretti, astrologer, yoga teacher, and Real Housewives historian. This is the Essential Astrocast, where you get the essential astrology lowdown for real life. Find out what's happening up there in the heavens so that you can take action right here down on Earth. Hey guys, welcome back to the Essential Astrocast. I'm Veronica Peretti. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to those of you that are new. Welcome back to those of you that have been coming. I have been not as consistent with the weekly um, astrology rundown the past few weeks or December because it was crazy. I was traveling. I got engaged. I have lots going on in December, but now we're all back and we're all focused and it's January 6th today and it is the first Monday of the new year. And we are all getting back into the grind today. So if you feel like you've been slow to get going, um, you're not alone. There's a lot of heavy energy in the air right now. So right now we have five planets in Capricorn, including the South Node. So those of you that are new to me don't maybe know about the nodes, but the nodes are actually one of my favorite aspects in astrology and not everyone uses them. Um, so the nodes are the nodes of fates and they belong to the moon and we often look to them to see our direction in life. So many of you know that I, um, work with this idea that you can dictate your own fate. And I truly believe that astrology is a tool to help us make the choices that we want to make to make, to help move our life in the direction that we want to go. There's no astrology that's doomed. There's no astrology that's bad. There's no, um, you know, old man with a beard in the sky saying, you'll have a great life and you'll have a bad life. That is not what astrology is about. It's really about owning the energies that you are working with in this lifetime so that you can grow. And this, the nodes are a really great example of this because the South Node is our karma. It's what we mastered in a past life. It's what we're already good at, what we know how to do, what we like doing, where we're comfortable. And then the North Node is our Dharma. It's maybe a little more challenging for us, depending on our chart, but it is where we will have the most growth and possibly the most fulfillment, frankly. So the nodes are really important and they move every year and a half or so. So we are, um, when we have an eclipse, it's because the nodes are close to a full moon or a new moon. Now we're going to have an eclipse this week. So that's why I'm talking about this. So right now we've got five planets in Capricorn plus the south node. Now this is a very, very, very big week. So that's why I'm kind of diving right in. Even though we've had a slow roll of the new year opening up, the, the new year has been a slow roll because we have so many earth planets and we don't have a lot of fire and we don't have a lot of air. Luckily, Mars went into Sagittarius this past um, week. So now we have Mars in a fire sign. So he's like ready to roll, but that just, that just happened. So Mars was, um, Mars was in, was in Scorpio still. And so actually one of the things I wanted to mention, because, you know, I love to talk about politics and astrology and that intersection. And many of you know that who follow me on Instagram, because you see occasionally I do these Instagram stories called astropolitics. And I talk about politics through the lens of astrology. And one of the big things that's going on right now is we are on the cusp of possibly some very big aggressions with Iran and, um, or we whatever, you know what I'm talking about. So, um, the day that that attack happened, 
um, on that that man in Iran was Soleimani. That was the day that Mars was at 29 degrees Scorpio. Now Mars is a is the original ruler of Scorpio before Pluto was um, discovered. So when we have Mars at 29 degrees of Scorpio, it might be a little bit um, driven by passion. And one of the ways passion can be ignited is anger, right? So you might not necessarily have such a good hold on your emotions when Mars is at 29 degrees Scorpio. So that could have something to do with it. Now, another reason that this thing is going on right now and that these tensions are flaring is because, well, obviously the political reasons, but I'm here to talk about astrology, not about, you know, why people do things to be reelected and all of that. But let's stick to astrology for a moment. So, um, or for the whole time that we're talking, um, Saturn and Pluto are getting together and that's happening on the 12th. And we've been talking about it for months. You've been hearing me talk about it here on the podcast on the 12th. We will have this big date in the sky, this big hot kiss between Saturn and Pluto. And that only happens every 34 to 36 years. The last time it happened was 36 years ago. So you have a 36 year cycle that's ending and you have a 36 year cycle that is beginning. And that is why there's a lot of heaviness. And that might be why five planets in Capricorn is really heavy energy. Capricorn is like the old wise man of the Zodiac. It also rules mountains. It's the hard stuff that gives us structure, that keeps us connected to the earth, right? So you want the foundation of your house to be hard and steady and dense. That's Capricorn energy. And we have five planets there plus the South Node. So if you feel like you've been dragging the first week of the year, then that is what it is. Now we also had Mars and Scorpio, which is what happens when we have water with earth, we have mud, you get stuck in the mud. Now that's very fertile. It's very fertile to plant your seeds in mud, but it's not necessarily feeling like you want to get up and get moving. So we had that energy, but now the energy has shifted because Mars has gone into Sagittarius and it's a friendly fire sign for Mars to be in. And it likes, you know, Mars and Sagittarius, it's confident, it's excited. It wants to go out into the world and make stuff happen, wants to have experiences and be adventurous. Um, it might not necessarily be so uh, tame or disciplined, but with all of the Capricorn energy, we have a lot of restraint. We have a lot of reliability. We have a lot of responsibility. We have a lot of boundaries and limitations that are being um, activated because we have so much Capricorn. So Mars and Sagittarius is really like a relief more than something that's going to be out of control. It's going to give us a little bit of flexibility that frankly we're needing right now because we're feeling a little locked in with so much Capricorn. Okay. So, um, Saturn today, it's Monday that I'm recording this. It's moving to 22 degrees. It's going to be conjunct with Pluto on Sunday at 22 degrees. In astrology, we have degrees and we have minutes. So it's not exactly with Pluto yet because it's um, just got to 22 degrees, but it will be exactly with Pluto on Sunday. Here's the thing. You're already feeling it. They're both at 22 degrees. So if you're feeling some dense heaviness, then that might be what it is. You know, Saturn and Pluto coming together every 36 years it really is a time when we reshape our foundation, where the foundation of our um, life, whether that's our job, our home, our family, 
um, the friends we spend time with, um, you know, maybe the physical exercise that you do, whatever it may be. If you're a person that runs every single morning and that is the thing that just holds you steady and grounded, um, maybe that's changing. There might be some physical thing that's going on. So it really depends on where Capricorn is in your chart. So if Capricorn is in your sixth house, this might be happening with your physical body or your day-to-day -day routine. If this is happening in your seventh house, this might be have something to do with your relationship, your marriage, your business partnership. So really it depends on where it's going on in your chart and that has to do with your rising sign. But we're not here to do a personal chart reading. So if you're interested in that, you know that I'm here for you. You can always go to my website, veronicapretty.com astrology, sign up, book your reading right there and we can figure out exactly where um, Capricorn is for you and exactly what part of your life is being transformed this year. So all last, you know, maybe two quarters, about the last six months, I've been talking about this conjunction coming and it's finally here. And so much of that time I was like, oh, well, when we get there or we're preparing for that moment. And then I realized something in December or maybe it was November that this is the beginning of something. This is the beginning of the end of this era. And I know that feels like a really bold thing to say, but I'm going to say it. This is the beginning of the end of an era. So the beginning of this year, and you can listen to the podcast from last week. I posted my 2020 overview last week. It's a little bit longer. It's an hour. It's worth listening to. We are beginning this year with the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. We are ending this year with Saturn and Jupiter coming together in Aquarius. Aquarius is the sign of humanity. It's the sign of community. It's the sign of um, putting the collective over the individual. Capricorn is much more interested in um, rising, going step-by-step step up the mountain to be the one at the top. And that's not in a sense of, oh, Capricorns are so egotistical. It's not that. We, we need all of these energies to manifest what we need to in this lifetime, right? There are times in life that you have to go it alone and climb the mountain. And there are times in life that you want to be part of the community and fight for the whole, right? So both these energies are necessary and it is divinely brilliant that we have this Aquarius era coming up after all of this Capricorn energy because frankly, Saturn and Pluto coming together in Capricorn is seeming to be something that is going to really change the dynamics of um, the world on a political and economic and financial um, level, right? So we are seeing things that are playing out that are a little bit scary. And if you look at some of the astrologers research that's been going on, you know, the last time when Saturn and Pluto were opposing one another, um, was actually 9-11 when the squares were happening was the cold war. So there is a, history of Saturn and Pluto talking to one another in a way that creates um, tensions on the world stage that restructure the way the way we go about living in the world. I mean, these are frankly the, 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 the structures and the foundations that support us, that give us an illusion of safety. And I say that because all these things are an illusion, you know, in the yogic 
practice, we have this concept. In the Yoga Sutras, there's a concept of, of maya. And maya is illusion. It's a veil. And so as we move through our lifetime, as we grow, we peel away these veils. And the veils of illusion are there to help us have the challenges and the experiences that we need to have to grow. So... All of that is to say that I think this is going to be a very interesting week. We have a lot of intense stuff going on. If you're being kind to yourself, if you're giving yourself a little bit of extra time to get moving into the new year, you're not wrong to do that. When there feels like there's civil unrest or when it feels like there is unrest in the world, there is so much chaos going on. You know, we have, there's horrible fires in Australia right now. And I didn't mean for this podcast to be a Debbie Downer. I do want this podcast to be a source of light in your week. But when so much is going on in the world, it's really, really hard to make plans and to say, I want to, I want to launch that podcast. I want to do that thing. I want to, you know, drop out for six months and go travel Southeast Asia. Like it is really hard to make big, big decisions when it feels like the world is not stable, when the ground beneath your feet is not stable. So if you've been feeling like that, I'm totally with you. And what you got to do is just do what you can to take care of yourself, pull in, find your center and put one foot in front of the other. And sometimes just offering up your energy and your actions to your guides, to your God, to your highest good, to your highest potential, to the universe, whatever you believe in. Sometimes offering up your actions, you know, and just saying, I'm going to put one foot in front of the other and do what feels like the right thing in the moment. And I'm going to do my part and I'm going to let the universe meet me in the middle and I'm going to let the universe do um, her part. And together we'll figure this out and I'm not going to stress about it. I can't control it all. And sometimes it's the only way you can kind of go forward and make a decision. So, um, that was a total tangent, but I'm going to go with it. Um, so today Saturn's at 22 degrees, um, and he will be officially conjunct Pluto on Sunday, but we've got a lot to go before we get there. So, um, today the moon is void in Taurus, which is, there are some signs where a void moon is actually really productive and a void moon in Taurus is actually quite productive because the moon is exalted in Taurus. Um, and the, the moon will go, um, into Gemini tonight, um, or it just did actually, or no, 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 at 9, 11 PM Eastern time. So I'm in New York, just a reminder. So I always use Eastern standard time. If you are not in New York or on the East coast of the U S you're going to do some math. Okay. Um, so what else is going on this week? That's really nice tomorrow. Little bright spot. We have the sun sextile Neptune sun sextile Neptune is a nice little harmonious flowing aspect. When the sun and Neptune get together, this is really helpful for you to um, meditate, key into your dreams. If there's something you've been dreaming about, um, this is a great day to work on it. If you've been wanting to get a little bit of creative, this is a great day to get a little bit creative. Um, the sun is in Capricorn and Neptune's in Pisces. It's been there for a while and it's going to be there for a while, Neptune and Pisces. So with the sun in Capricorn, you have a lot of, whenever we have a lot of earth as we do right now, while it might feel heavy and for some of us, it might feel like a little stuck in the mud, you know, it gives us a phenomenal ability to actually manifest things in the tangible realm. So Neptune and Pisces having a flowing harmonious angle with aspect with 
um, the sun is really going to give us an opportunity to um, bring something into fruition that perhaps we've been dreaming about or working on. It might not be the biggest thing, but it could be one step on the path, okay? Um, and then you're going to have Jupiter also diving into the south node tomorrow. So that's going to be Here's the thing, Jupiter on the south node, we had the new moon solar eclipse and Jupiter was was with getting close to the node and or Jupiter's with the eclipse and close to the node and all that. So a full moon or a new moon near the nodes is when we have an eclipse, okay? Now, Jupiter on the south node can make you really indulgent to the things that are your um, Achilles heel, so to say. But on the other hand, because we have this full moon lunar eclipse happening later this week. This is an opportunity to let go of something and it might be easy to let go of it right now because you might be so focused on what that goal is for the year. Now, one of the things I want to mention is that this is a year of cleanup. This is a year of cleaning whatever, whatever's out of control from 2019 maybe whatever's been out of control for the whole last decade, whether that's your health, whether that's your relationship, whether that's your job, whatever you've let go off the rails, this is a year to bring it back because we have all this Capricorn energy. We have a lot of earth energy that gives us a lot of discipline. Notably, we have Jupiter in Capricorn. Jupiter is the Santa Claus of the Zodiac. He loves cookies. He loves to have a good time. He loves to bring gifts. He loves to spend money, right? When Jupiter is in Capricorn, he is restrained. And that's not his favorite place to be. But it does give us the ability to find the restraint and the discipline we need to do the thing we need to do, especially if it involves releasing or giving up something that we probably um, have been having some trouble letting go of, right? So sometimes things just have reached their expiration date and we have to say goodbye to them. And maybe, you know, it's so funny. Um, one of uh, the members in the essential astrology membership in my group, they, um, she was, she's a KonMari person. I'm a KonMari person. I love KonMari. And she was saying how she today uh, finally let go of her wedding dress. And sometimes things just reach their expiration date. The wedding dress sat in the back of the closet for 25 years and it, it didn't bring her joy anymore and it was time to let it go and allow it to bring joy to someone else. And so sometimes the release is not necessarily a bad thing. It can be a joyful thing. So Jupiter will make this release, this letting go a little bit easier than perhaps it would be otherwise without Jupiter's help. So Jupiter's going to dive into the south node and hang out there for a bit. Um, resist indulgence if that's how you're feeling and focus on letting Jupiter help you let go of what is no longer serving you. On Wednesday, the moon is going to square Neptune. You might be feeling a little hazy, a little foggy. On Thursday, the moon is going to conjunct the North Node in Cancer. We're going to start to really feel that eclipse if you're not feeling it already. Friday, we're going to have the full moon lunar eclipse. That means the moon is going to be in Cancer and the sun is in um, Capricorn. They're opposing one another. That's a full moon. And when there's a lunar eclipse, it means that um, the moon is blocking out the light of the sun. Okay? So 
rather the sun is blocking out the light of the moon. I'm so sorry. So all of that is saying that the light, one of the luminaries is being blocked out. Okay. Um, we're not gonna be able to see that in the U S but other parts of the world are going to be able to see that. And when we have a full moon lunar eclipse, I don't necessarily recommend, um, doing a ritual like you would do for a typical full moon. Eclipses tend to really speed up the energy of change. So whatever change is going on, whatever stuff is coming up, whatever the story is, it superpowers it. And so it's really not a time of pushing, of setting an intention or actively releasing. It's more a time of riding the eclipse, seeing what presents itself, receiving that and doing what you can with it. So you did the work, you planted the seeds, you know? So this is really like an activation of whatever's been going on the last six months and perhaps an activation of whatever will go on the next six months, because generally eclipses can be felt for six months. So it really is like this supercharge to whatever seeds you planted in the past six months. So you're probably noticing that maybe you pitched someone or you're interviewed or you went on a first date or something was started, a project, a few months back, and now you're feeling either it's ending or it's coming to completion or it's coming to fruition or it's happening and you didn't think it was going to happen. That's the kind of stuff that happens with eclipses. So you don't necessarily want to do a full moon ritual of actively releasing something, but you want to pay attention to what's showing up for you and maybe what's leaving of its own accord. And instead of fighting for it, let it go. I think that's the best way to treat a full moon lunar eclipse. Um, now you will notice that because we have the full moon in cancer and it's near the North node, it was interesting. The new moon solar eclipse was all about Capricorn because all the planets, new moon means that the moon and the sun are together. They were all in Capricorn. So now we've got the full moon, the moon is going to be in cancer. And so this will give us some idea about if there's something leaving, it's making space for something for you to nurture. Is that a project, a business, a family member, whatever it is, there's something for you to nurture and you might get a little bit more um, information about what exactly that's going to be. Okay. So we are talking about full moon lunar eclipse. That's on Friday and the full moon lunar eclipse, just so you know, is going to be at 2.21 PM Eastern time. Okay. So if you are in the Essential Astrology membership, we're going to have our full moon workshop that night on Friday night. And so if you're interested in joining, um, every month we do a full moon workshop and I give you an exclusive bonus new moon astrocast each month. And you can join. And if you join this week before Friday, you'll, you'll be included, obviously, into the workshop on Friday. And it's online. So any, it's super easy to access. Um, you can pop on. If you're on live, I will pull up your chart and actually look at your chart and see where the eclipse is happening in your chart. Um, it's a great program. The girls in it are amazing. So I would love to have you join us. Um, you can check it out at veronicapretty.com uh, slash membership. Go there and check out all the details. Okay. So on Saturday, we're going to have a grand trine and fire. 
So this is kind of nice. So after the eclipse, you're going to feel really fired up. It's going to be Chiron, which is the wounded healer, the moon, and Mars all in fire signs. So Saturday might be a day where you have a lot more energy than you've had in a little bit. On Sunday, Uranus is going to station direct the same day that Saturn and Pluto get together. So we actually don't have any planets retrograde right now except for Uranus, and Uranus is going to station direct, and then we'll have all forward motion for a few weeks um, until I believe Mercury goes retrograde, but let's not even talk about that yet because it's not going to happen for a while, and... Um, well, now that I said it, you're wondering, when is Mercury going retrograde? You have to tell me. Um, so I'm going to look it up real quick. Mercury is going to go retrograde on the 17th of February. So until the 17th of February, um, we are going to be in the clear. So we're going to have all planets moving forward. So this is a really, really good time after the eclipse after Uranus goes direct, after Saturn and Pluto get together, next week, you're going to be like, okay, I'm raring to go, all right? We'll have all planets moving forward. We'll have the eclipses. That eclipse energy will start to fade. We will feel the eclipse for another two weeks, okay? So generally, eclipse season opens with the lunation before the first eclipse and it closes with the first lunation after the eclipse. So come the next new moon, um, then we'll really we'll close out eclipse season. But you're going to feel it for another two weeks. But you're still you'll start to feel that the, the energy ramp up again once Uranus goes direct, I believe, and after we get through this this um, this conjunction because this conjunction is a big deal. Now, if you're feeling really heavy, um, a little bit down, a little bit like. Things are never going to change. It's always going to be like this. Do not fret. That is part of the deal with so much in Capricorn. It feels that way, especially with Saturn there. So once we get past this conjunction, once things start to lighten up, um, you know, later this month, we'll have the sun move on to Aquarius. Things will start to lighten up. It won't feel that way forever. So if you are feeling that way, you know, Trust me when I tell you, it won't feel like that for long. Um, I hope this was useful for you this week. There's so much going on. It's almost hard to decide what to talk about. Um, I'm going to probably pop on on Instagram stories throughout the week to just help you guide you guys through all of the big aspects that are happening. Um, and if you're not in the membership, this is a great week to consider joining us because we will have the full moon um, the full moon workshop live on Zoom on Friday. And I would love for you to be there. It won't be the full moon workshop. It'll be the lunar eclipse workshop. So you should definitely join us. And as always, if you have questions or you have feedback or you just want to connect with me, you can always find me on Instagram and you can find me um, at veronicapretty.com. And I think that's all I have for you. Have a, I'm so glad to be back. I am on traveling. I'm here. I'm going to be on every week on Mondays for the foreseeable future. No schedule changes in the foreseeable future. And um, I hope you had a happy new year and I hope you're excited for the awesome astrology this year. We've got six eclipses. We've got three Jupiter and Pluto conjunctions. We've got the Saturn conjunction coming up with Pluto and at the end of the year, Saturn and Jupiter. So it's a really, really, really big year. The end of the year will initiate a new era of an air sign era of Saturn and Jupiter coming together in air signs. They've been connecting in earth signs for two, over 200 years. 
So we've seen this, this past 200 years has been all about economies and finances and um, physical wealth and physical abundance. That's very earth oriented. And then at the end of this year, we will see a new era begin. When Saturn and Jupiter comes together in Aquarius, it will begin a new era of um, focusing on abundance through the concepts of intellectual um, capacity and curiosity and open-mindedness and ideas and It'll be very, very interesting. It'll be very, very interesting to see how this year unfolds. So um, I look forward to taking the ride with you and I will talk to you next week. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Essential Astrocast. I'll be back next week, but in the meantime, if you'd like to join the Essential Astrology membership, you can head over to veronicapretty.com slash membership. You'll find all the details there. For $25 a month, you get to join us for the live full moon workshop each month and also get an exclusive bonus Astrocast each new moon. If you'd like to get a reading with me, you can find details on the website as well. And as always, feel free to reach out to me either on the website or on Instagram. I love to see you guys in my DMs. Just find me at Veronica Pretty. Same name, no spaces. See you next week.